Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing good. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday and welcome to... Or I guess to... this is Monday when this is going out. Oh, but we're recording it today. Sunday. Yeah, so it, March it's 1st. Sunday. Happy new month and welcome to Hot yeah, Rabbit Rabbit. Podcast. <laughs> my name is Jessica and I have grass between my keyboard and I don't know why, so... Um, and this is Jamie, and I was just looking for my iPhone and realized that I was FaceTiming from it. That so that's fantastic. how my day is going. You know, I did that the other day, too. I was like, oh, my God, where's my phone? And then I'm like, it's, it was literally in my hand. Perfect. It's so like the you know, exhaustion. But I have a kid, so I can blame it on that. Like, I haven't slept, and I'm tired. <laughs> and I'm just dumb. No. So. You look a little frazzled. Listing stuff on Poshmark, that's a plug, by the way, is exhausting. <laughs> Yeah, not spawn, but I just Marie Kondoed my entire closet today and my dresser. Thank you. Like, literally, like, it's like a tall hamper's worth of clothes that I'm selling on Poshmark. Feels so good. I don't know my top Poshmark user name is, but we can maybe link it in the thing. Yeah, we'll link it. If anyone's interested in buying my used clothes. She has cute stuff. I tried to Marie Kondo my closet, but I was pregnant. So I was like, well, I don't know if this will fit me. I'm just going to keep it. And so then I just kept it. And then I was like sad not sad but I was like over being pregnant so I just kept buying crap so I have so much <laughs> stuff that I haven't worn because I bought when I was you know too large to fit into it right and yeah like I have like all this shit like and then I have a whole garbage bag full of stuff that I'm donating good for you and then like another like small garbage bag worth of stuff that I'm just like throwing away that's like really like ratty old t-shirts yeah. you know like undergarments and shit like that yeah that I don't feel comfortable donating because it's like either just like real gross like t-shirts that have like seen better days yeah if it's stained like, I throw white it. shirts that are definitely not white anymore I feel you yeah but it anyways good. it feels good though yeah and I, I always person. am managed by more shit it's just a never ending cycle but it's fine it's yeah all fine. like hopefully when I sell all the stuff on Poshmark I don't use it as credits on Poshmark I actually <laughs> just like take the cash and run yeah you know another good this is also like not sponsored but another good option is thread up They'll send you, like, Ooh, a bag, yeah. and you can send your clothes back, and, like, they'll, if it's, like, nice or, like, in style, I guess they'll give you money or credit or whatever. I don't, haven't done it. I have a bag, literally, I filled up that is sitting in my trunk, and it has been there for, like, four months, so. Amazing. It's fine. I'll get there one day. <laughs> one day. But, um, it, also, okay. like, a little, you know, like, precursor, we will be having a screen recap up on Wednesday of yes. the Aaron Hernandez doc that's on netflix yeah i absolutely don't know what it's called off the top of my head i actually don't either but i mean something to do with aaron hernandez unless you're living under a rock then you probably and you know i'm sure you could probably find i know that like hulu has one like basically a million different streaming platforms have their own so if you don't watch the one on netflix i'm sure you can still watch it somewhere else and you would find yeah. some more content it's called killer inside the mind of aaron hernandez i just so, googled it too <laughs> yes so that will be up on wednesday yes so be ready watch it if you haven't already yes and um jamie you are first this week i did my homework i'm really proud of myself i know when you're like ready with it you're like you're going first i was like am i yeah because like i, I was, well, wasn't bef- gonna you know fact check you but before we started recording i was in bed feeding the baby and i just looked because you know yeah yeah it worked good out. stuff so hey okay, excellent just giving you two seconds here i just found my lost headphones <laughs> solid so we're rolling i'm just i'm not even pausing this we're doing it's, this live on it's camera fine. 
it's all fine. Remember the time it was fine? It was all fine. It's still fine. It is. So, my apologies if there is a slight echo with Jess in the first, you know, couple moments here. I am now back in business with my earbuds that Zach found. Thank you. Yay. Um, that's what husbands are for, to find shit that you misplace. See, it's for me and my house is opposite. I find oh. things that are actually usually right in front of Wes's face. But it's fine. I've accepted it after this, you know, many years of marriage that this is just how I'll forever be finding shit that's right in front of his face. Yeah, see, I don't ever find the things that Zach can't find, but I just tell him to look in the last place that he would look for it, Mm. and then he ends up finding it. You know, I have a real big knack for, like, finding lost things. Let me just give you, like, a rundown. Okay, Mm -hmm. so my dad accidentally misplaced his wedding ring, and I think I had already moved away to college, and my mom was, like, obviously kind of annoyed because he loses crap all the time. Glasses, phones, wedding Anyways, so I was home. This is, like, a few months later, probably, like, six months after he lost it, and I was home (laughs) visiting my aunt's. Mm Mm-hmm. And I found his wedding ring on a bookshelf, like in their spare room. He had taken it off what? probably to sleep and put it on the bookshelf and yeah. forgot about it. And I found it. That's Random. wild. And then like when I was little, I found a pair of keys that had been missing for like probably a year. They were like in a weird spot in my mom's car and I found it. And I was like, you guys owe me 25 bucks or I'm not giving them to you. Oh my God. <laughs> That's wild. I was a fantastic child. If anyone was wondering. Oh, I'm pretty sure we already knew that. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay. hit us with your murder. Great. So this is from the Reddit. Where else would I find this? The Reddit. The I Reddit. used the Reddit today, too, to actually, oh God, like, stop. inspire a case. I normally use it for research, but, yeah. So, thank mm. you. You're welcome. So this is posted by a user on Reddit uh, named Locker Lockerbee00700. We'll, again, post links and all that fun shit. And this is a, a post called, What Happened to Kieran A. Murphy and Ornath Murphy, Irish Couple Missing from Oakland, California. I saw this, and I was like, oh, I was going to... I looked at... I thought about doing it, but then I decided not to, because the bay is usually your speed, and... Yeah, I switched it up you. and decided to do one from Wichita, Kansas, where I used Ooh. to live. Oh, yeah. For about four years, so I, I you know... Yeah. Anyways. It's like a hometown kind of. I'm glad that we didn't do the same case again. (laughs) I know. I did look to see because you were like, I already found nine. So I was like, oh, let me uh, look and see what she did so I don't double dip. Yes. Solid choice. And yours looks moss interesting. Um, I did a little skimmy skim. It's so interesting. Anyways. I couldn't help myself. (laughs) I bet. Um, Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I'm like, I don't know. It's okay. It's a new month and we have the jitters. I had two cups of coffee. That that's why, but it's fine. Wow, <laughs> two whole cups. Yes. <laughs> Did I tell you? So I so I switched insurances a couple months ago because Zach, his company that he works for, got taken over by another company. Yeah. So we had to switch insurance. What a pain. Um. So I had to find a new PCP to like get all like my meds and everything. Mm-hmm. I met with her, and one of the screening questionnaire questions was like, "Oh, how many cups of coffee or caffeinated beverages do you drink a day?" And I was like, four plus. And she was like. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and she's like, oh, you also um, report that you have a history of anxiety. Do you think that has anything to do with your caffeine consumption? And I was like, yeah. look, lady, step Sh- off. Jan, <laughs> come on. I'm only allowed to have a certain amount a day because I'm breastfeeding. So right. Two cups is it for me. But it's a lot because I'm a new coffee drinker. You have to remember. I know. I keep forgetting that. So. 
I don't know how you did it for so long without it. Me either. Honestly, this would have come in such handy when I was pregnant and I was like, so I know you were like dying all the time. Yeah. It's like a different tired when you're pregnant. Anyways, I digress. Go ahead and continue. Okay. <laughs> um, so Ornath resided in Oakland, California in 2001. She and her husband, Kieran, were in the process of divorcing late in the year. Um, they had moved together from the United States to Ireland in the late 1960s. Ornath was active in the sailing community and was occasional contributor to sailing magazines. She owned a 1980 39-foot fiberglass auxiliary sailboat named Solo III. The vessel has a dark blue circular emblem uh, with one gray swirl pointed on both of her sides. Um, Ornath normally berthed on the boat at the Oakland Marina in the Jack London Square area of the city. Have you ever really been to Oakland? Yeah, I've been to Jack London Square. I don't really... One time. So that area is like super pretty. Yeah. It's Uh, really cool. It's really scary at night though, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, just Oakland in general is... Yeah. yeah. Did I ever tell you the time that me, Zach, and our friend Sarah went to a Panic at the Disco concert in Oakland? No. Um, we, so, we don't go to the concerts in this area a lot. Um, it's at the Fox Theater. Um, that's actually where I saw um, last podcast on the left live. Oh, cool. Was it the Fox? So, like, we've seen a couple of concerts there and, like, you know, other just, like, live acts there. Yeah. But this one time, uh, this concert ended after, like, 11.30 or 12 at night. We parked in a parking garage. Yeah. It said it was going to be open past midnight, so we were like, okay, cool. My car got locked in a, car- in a parking garage. That happened to me, too. Um, so me, Zach, and then our friend Sarah were just, like, kind of, like, roaming around, like, in the middle of Oakland at almost one in the morning. Oh, my gosh. And um, <laughs> these two chicks, like, are like, oh, like, where are y'all going? Like, do you want to go party with us? And we're like, uh, no. And, like, this, like, girl was, like, actively hitting on me, and we were just like, got a blast like that's and great. then my dad had to come we, we find found a hotel that like would let us hang out in the lobby that's and nice. we had to call my dad and wayne came and saved the day and picked us up at oakland at oh, like 1 30 in the morning my God. that happened to me in germany oh god <laughs> me and my friends we were so confused because it said it was open late anyways it was not and we don't speak german and we don't read the signs because we can't read in german either so right people could still like you could access the garage some way somebody left and we made our friend savannah run in through the exit <laughs> to go oh my god it was so funny anyways we got out <laughs> jesus yeah and then we had to go collect my car the next day because we had no way of getting it yeah but the next sucks. day the garage was still closed How like weird. it was closed like, it was like a i want to say like a sunday so we had to like call the like after hours like people and like had to like wait like an hour for someone to like come and like open it i would have um it was uh, so complained i did i was like isn't this place like supposed to be like open like pretty, pretty much like 24 7 he was like no like you just like read the sign wrong okay. i was like how the fuck did i read the sign wrong right <laughs> well maybe god for wayne right <laughs> the real mvp yeah dads usually are they really are <laughs> like everyone if you can say thank you to your dad, mm-hmm. go say thank you for something that they got you out of yes. at some point in their life. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks, dad. You're not, you don't listen to this, but that's fine. <laughs> my dad does not either because my dad does not have a smartphone. Oh, yeah. You were telling me about this the other day. Yeah. It's cool. I respect it. Yeah, because didn't you have to have, like, give him like turn-by-turn directions the other day? Yes. Because <laughs> he was okay, lost great. anyways. <laughs> it's still very funny. 
Okay. So, um, Ornith was last seen in Oakland on December 16th, the day after her estranged husband's disappearance. Wait, what year is this? Uh, this was 2001. Okay. So, 19 years ago. That was easy math. Good math. Proud. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, so the the vessel, her boat, disappeared, disappeared on the same day as she did. It's never been located. Huh. That's creepy. Uh Um, the boat was captured on on video surveillance, um, pulling out of the Oakland Marina at 8.36 p.m. on December 15th, and it had about a week's worth of food on it when it disappeared, but no safety or foul weather gear, um, and it wasn't outfitted for a long-distance sail. Kieran and Ornath planned to meet on the day of his disappearance to discuss legal issues. Ornath was seen working on her boat that day. A man fitting Kieran's description was seen near the boat on the evening of his disappearance, but was never established that the man was in fact Kieran. Witnesses reported um, hearing loud banging sounds coming from near the boat on the evening that he had disappeared. Witnesses could not be sure that the sounds were gunshots, however. The next morning, December 16th, Ornath called her niece from uh, from the Soul of the Third, and she said that she was in the uh, Berkeley Marina, which is, uh, I don't know, about 20 minutes away from there. Hmm. Uh, the niece had invited her to breakfast, but she declined the invitation. She's never been seen or heard from again. So the husband went missing the day before, and then she went missing. Yes. Okay, that's weird. And a man matching his description was seen, like, late at night near the boat. But it was never been confirmed that it was him or not. Hmm. And they were supposed to meet up. Hmm. Um, There's several, the like, Murphys, theories yeah. in my brain right now. Right. This whole thing is very weird. It is. I'll, I'll hold on to them. Okay. Tucked in my pocket. We'll come back. <laughs> The Murphys were described as witty, intelligent uh, couple who enjoyed reading classic literature. They had amassed a small fortune through real estate speculation and had two sons together. Their marriage crumbled after Kieran had an extramarital affair. Rude. So he was living... I know. Fucking asshole. Men. He was living in an apartment in the Knob Hill area of San Francisco and he disappeared. Ornath had resided with her niece near Jack London Square in Oakland, near her boat. Both were the defendants of a lawsuit at the time of the disappearance. One of the buildings they owned had caught fire, and a child had been badly burned. Her family reported her as missing as a missing person from the city of Oakland. The estranged couple may be traveling together aboard the vessel. Another theory is that she had shot Kieran and died by a suicide shortly thereafter. There's been no evidence to support this, however, beyond the noises heard by witnesses. So the witnesses said that they heard like kind of like bang noises, but they aren't sure if they were gunshots. Huh. Um. Kieran was supposed to vacation to Mexico shortly after he disappeared. Um, their children say that it would be very uncharacteristic of them to leave without warning anybody. Although Ornath is experienced sailor who is reportedly the first person from San Francisco to sail around the Cape Horn in Africa. Wow. Kieran did not know how to sail at all and being on the water made him seasick. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> right? No, thank you. I mean, like, even when I get in Ubers, I have to sit in the front seat because yeah. I, I won't get carsick. Yeah. Even if we're going like 10 minutes. I'm not that bad, Can't but boats. Sitting in the ocean, just, like, floating, makes me sick. Snorkeling. R.I.P. when we go on a cruise. Well, yeah, that's a little different for me. It doesn't, yeah. it makes me, like, underlyingly a little nauseous, but not terrible. Mm-hmm. But, like, small boats, it's bad. And, like, if I'm snorkeling, yeah. rip. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Kayaking. Hmm. Ask, well, ask, poor thing. Anyways, continue. Um, The U.S. Coast Guard has been involved in the search for them, but no evidence has ever been discovered. Neither the couple's credit cards or bank accounts have been used since their disappearances. The cases remain unsolved, but their disappearances are considered suspicious. I bet it was a wife. 
I think so. I bet, well, okay, I hate to speculate, but that's weird. Yeah. My other theory is that it's probably a murder-suicide. Or maybe they just went together. You think they went together and they were just like, we're done. We're deucing it. Maybe. Or maybe they got on the boat, got in a fight, and then got lost. Maybe. Or just got in the boat and got lost. I don't know about fighting, but... Hmm. I don't know. They were estranged. They were probably beefing. Yeah. I mean, if they're estranged, then it's not likely that they would run away together. Yeah, but they did, like, own property and stuff together, so they might have been meeting to discuss, like, the legal proceedings and shit. Hmm. But I don't know. Huh. Well. Yeah. That's creepy. I know. Um, but that's that. How does a whole ass boat just disappear? I mean, right, and it's been like like I've mis- been missing for almost twenty years. So unless like they sank, so there's only it. like a week's worth of food on it, and there was no safety gear or like anything to outfit it for like a long trip. So, so maybe it just like sank, and they. Yeah, like, I think it was probably just some sort of accident. Yeah, interesting. Okay, well, <laughs> mine. I switched it up, you guys. Like I said, I did not hold do on. What? Hold your horses, because we have an ad that we need to talk oh, about. Oh yeah, just kidding. I forgot. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll be back in just a moment after a word from this week's sponsor. Thank you. This episode is sponsored by Best Fiends. You guys, it is flu season and Emerson doesn't like it either. Being sick and laying in bed can be relaxing for a day, kind of if you don't have a kid, but then it gets really boring. When I'm sick, I usually binge some true crime documentaries, but even I need a break. Instead of being bored, try playing our favorite five-star rated puzzle game, Best Fiends. It's a fun, mentally challenging, and stimulating puzzle game that's free to download and has over 100 million downloads already. The best thing about Best Fiends is that it's a casual game that you can pick up and play for a few minutes at a time, or if you're like us, you'll play for a lot longer because you're hooked. They are constantly adding more levels and challenges to keep things fun and fresh. The colors and design of the game and the super cute characters keep us coming back for more as well. I love playing a couple levels at a time on my breaks and lunches at work, and I've actually completed over 250 levels so far, and I've collected tons of cute and fun characters along the way. If you want to join us and engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters, trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this 5-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. That was cute. I like your thank you. Thank you. Um, I forgot because Jamie handles all of the ad stuff, and I'm supposed to handle all the Instagram stuff, but I'm obviously not doing a great job. So my <laughs> apologies. My goal for this year is to be better at it. <laughs> you know, it's fine. You know, we're we're just chugging along. We're doing our best. Trying. You guys, I'm also trying to keep a tiny human alive, and it, it is exhausting. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> Anyways, so I switched it up, did one from Wichita, because like I mentioned earlier, I lived there for about four years. I went to college there. Why did you live there? Um, I moved there to be with my now husband, Wesley Penrose, and he was stationed there when he was in the military. I just thought you should tell the people that don't know. Because who else... Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Who else, what, wants to go live in Wichita, Kansas? Yeah. I mean, other than... Sorry if you're from Wichita. Other than it's cheap, but also I will say, I met some of, like, the best people there. And that's where you almost died, right? I almost got accidentally murdered there. Yeah. 
Yeah. It would have been involuntary I, manslaughter. Well, he was intending sure. to kill his girlfriend. But the killing of you would have been involuntary. I think it would have just been regular manslaughter. Isn't like I don't involuntary know. manslaughter when you like accidentally kill somebody in a car accident or something? Yeah, another way that you could it could be like involuntary manslaughter is like if you gave someone a bunch of booze and they killed themselves in a car accident on accident. Mm, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, um so this guy was like trying to kill his girlfriend who lived I think I've told this story before that he lived on the he opposite end of our apartment building but he shot into the end of the apartment closest to like so he basically just drove by and shot into my building and I was supposed to be going to work and I had gotten called off like 10 minutes before this happened. So had I been actually going to work, I would have been outside when it happened. leaving at that time. And the bullets, one went through my neighbor's like wall and landed in between our walls. Oh, and that's wild. One ricocheted up the stairwell. It was wild. And the guy got caught because he was obviously an idiot. He did it in daylight. And a lot of people what a saw him. I'm glad he got caught. I hope that he stays in jail because he almost murdered me. Anyways. <laughs> okay. So we're back in 1992. Which, depending on the month, is approximately 28 years ago. Um, and I mathed <laughs> that right because I just turned 28. And I was born in 1992. Okay. Yes, I was not thought of yet, so... (laughs) Not yet. Um, We are in the Midwest, so it's not just relegated to Wichita, but it's in the Midwest. Okay. Um, There is a serial killer on the loose. There is six murders, probably more, three states, possibly more, separated by 1,200 miles. He is known as an I-70 killer. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so... First, we are in Indianapolis, Indiana, where 26-year-old Robin Foldauer was shot, found shot to death at the store she worked. Oh, so, all of the the store she worked at was off of I-70, like mm-hmm. very close, usually in like some sort of like mall or shopping area, shopping center, and there it was normally a like not a convenience store, but like a specialty shop of some sort. Okay. So Robin was 26. She was found shot to death. Three days later, in Wichita, Kansas, 23-year-old Patricia Smith and 32-year-old Patricia Magers worked at a bridal shop. They were found both shot to death in the head in the back of the storeroom. So, and uh, they're both named Patricia? Yes. What are the odds? Yeah. They look, I mean, I think in typical, like, 80s, 90s, you know, they have the same hair and... Yeah. Anyways, they look kind of similar. Anyways, okay. Um, three weeks later, St. Charles, Missouri, Nancy Kitzmiller was working alone in a boot store. She um, worked there as a manager. She started her shift at noon that day, but two and a half hours later, she was discovered in the back room with a bullet in her head. So they were all shot. The first one wasn't shot in the head, right? Yes, they were all shot in the head. Okay, just kidding. Yeah. Um... In May of the same year, in Raytown, Missouri, 37-year-old Sarah Blessing was working alone in a gift shop she owned in the mall. Several people saw, like, this strange man walking around. Like, uh-huh. he came into this auction house, and the guy who owned it kind of, like, saw this guy walk around, and then he left, and he didn't, like, say anything or buy anything. Um, and then this guy who owned a video store next to the gift shop, his name was Tim, he watched a man walk past his store at, like, 6.15. Then he heard, like, what sounded like a gunshot. Um, so he 
ran to the front door of a store, sees a guy kind of rounding the corner, and he goes, he like grabs, I was watching um, Unsolved Mysteries about it, and they say he grabbed a portable phone. And it made me laugh. A portable phone. It's 1992. <laughs> So it's actually really funny. So we're, uh, just before we were recording this, Zach and I were watching Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm. And there's a bit, like, kind of in the middle where uh, Danny Glover has, like, a portable phone. Like, that's yeah. a fucking briefcase. So funny. With a receiver. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Like, people actually carry these around. Yeah. And, like, oh, God, they were huge. If you're a youngin listening, you won't know what we're talking about. Um... Yeah, so he grabbed a portable phone and walked to the gift store. Um, He said he kind of looked in, didn't see anything, and he was calling out, ma'am. Then he stepped forward a couple more steps, and he saw her, like, sticking out of the other room. Oh, no thanks. She was dead, shot in the head, laying in a pool of blood. Oh. Um, the, The video store owner, Tim, noticed that... The man was wearing a gray sports coat, slacks, and dress shoes. Um, He was also seen by a grocery store clerk who was, like, rounding out um, the shopping carts in the parking lot. Um, Mm -hmm. She saw him walk through the parking lot, climb up an embankment to an I-70 access road. She thought it was weird, which it would be weird. Yeah. So they they, – the police assumed that – Sarah's murder was connected to the others, even though they were all in different states, but because they were all really close to I-70, they decided to create a task force. Forensics were done, you know, to the extent they could in the 90s. It confirmed that all five women had been shot with the same gun. Um, It was likely a semi-automatic 22 caliber pistol. The gun actually also connected... um, was connected to a murder of a 40-year-old Michael McCown of Terre Haute, Indiana. So it was kind of strange because all of the other victims are women. Yeah. But they said that because Michael actually had a ponytail, it was possible he was mistaken for a woman. And oh, it was just, shit. Yeah. So he was killed in a shopping mall ceramic store near I-70 in April of 1992. And didn't you say that all the girls like kind of like loosely looked similar? Yeah, they were like all petite brunettes. Um, yeah. And that's bonkers. Yeah. It's, it's really weird. Um, so it's, you know, at first people were kind of like, eh, are these really connected? Cause it's kind of weird. Yeah. Highway 70 or I 70 isn't super close to Wichita. It, it, it's, that was kind it's of like the only the one that's weird, but like they know it, they know that it was committed with the same gun. So it's, you know, weird. Um, yeah. So, uh, the victims were robbed. Um, they were shot and robbed. Normally, there wasn't much money taken. Um, they yeah. were not sexually assaulted, either. But there were a wit- there were witnesses who actually got like a better look at the guy. So, when the suspect went in to kill Patricia and Patricia in Wichita at the bridal shop, a customer had walked in right after. He had no idea what had happened. He was, like, coming to right. pick something up. And this guy came out of the back room. And, like, in the Unsolved Mysteries, basically, he says, like, you, like leave and do not call the cops. And so the guy, like, left but called the cops later on. 
um, he gave like a, a description which they have a composite sketch of it online so we can post that on our social media um, the suspect is male his date of birth was likely between 1949 and 1959 so he would be now on the low end 60 to 61 or on the high end 70 to 71 yes I think that maths I'm not really sure. sure. And also that wasn't English. I think that maths. I think I mathed that right. That sounds right. um, He was said to have been between 5'8 and 6 foot tall with red sandy hair. He had a lazy eyelid or eyelids. And he had a very high forehead. They said he had a high forehead. He had a high eyelid. High (laughs) eyelid. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So investigators thought that... They think that he, the person, I shouldn't say he, but probably is a dude, um, the, right. the person, they think shot three other people in Texas in 1993 and 1994, bringing the total number of victims to nine. Jesus. However, they did say that, like, maybe one survived. I'm not quite sure because there was, like, mixed. But it does seem that, like, at least, I think that some people did survive because I read something like his gun um, jammed and he couldn't, like, kill them. Oh, shit. So, um, the composite sketch actually initially led investigators to traveling salesman Herb Baumeister. Herb traveled quite frequently, and he resembled the tra- the, the composite sketch. So, um, the police actually searched his property, and, like, literally mind-blown, they found skeletal remains of 11 people. Shut the fuck up. But all of the remains were thought to be male. Of the 11 bodies, eight had been reported missing. There were no female remains. Um, So, like, no old people. Huh? So, no old people? Is that what that means? Um, I don't know. Like, no senile remains? Is that what that said? No, no female. Oh, I thought you said senile. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? I was so confused. I was like, what are you talking about? Uh, no female remains were found. Gotcha. Okay. I'm just dumb. Uh, so that that's kind of like, I mean, the I-70 killer was killing like pretty much women, but all of the remains found were men. Um, after the police like discovered this, Herb committed suicide. So you can ask him. Um, he also owned a 22 semi-automatic weapon, which kind of like, you know, was another right. check, mar- check mark and the, people were like, oh, he's, he's the I-70 killer. But in my opinion, I think that's kind of, like, really different for him to go, like, I think what I was kind of reading, that Herb would um, target homosexual men, and then he would kill them, right. and then they were buried on his property, as opposed to, like, traveling, targeting women in a, con- just like, in a, some sort of, like, specialty shop, yeah, and leaving them, and, like, nothing else. So, I mean, I guess it's possible, you don't ever really know, but I don't think so. No, and, I mean, like, I think it's really sketchy. Like, honestly, like, sketchy as fuck that he killed himself when he found out he was, like, a person of interest? Well, no, it was after they found all the bodies. Okay, just kidding. Yeah. Um, I think he knew it was, like... But either way, like, he was fucked. Yeah. Um, but, like, also, what are the odds to be investigating one serial killer and find another? Right? Like, that's nuts to me. Like, yeah. what are the odds? But somebody, like, a lot of Reddit users were like, maybe it's probably a truck driver because, you know, yeah, that, that was actually pretty sense. common. But, like, also, traveling salesmen, they're not really, like, it's not as much of a thing, like, 
but like that back then it was yeah for like a like now if you're a salesman and you're traveling you're flying places you're not driving really i don't think i don't know i don't know if you're a traveling salesman let us know um (laughs) but but yeah so i got this off of reddit but i it says that the user was deleted so i can't see who like started it yeah um well, I read it, there was two different threads. One's by Nerdfather one, and then That's the other's deleted. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> and then I got some information off of Unsolved because they did an Unsolved mystery, so I got it off their website. And then Vox Magazine by Christian Bellwalk. Very, very so cool. very interesting. So technically, yeah. this case is unsolved. They don't. I mean, I don't know if they think Curb did it, but there's not like a lot of I mean, other I don't. information about it. <laughs> I don't either. So, um, you know, look at the composite sketch, especially if you're from Indiana, Kansas, Missouri area. Um, you know, check that out. Yeah, it's interesting. And yeah, heck yeah. Well, do you have anything so. fun and fresh to share? Um. I actually found a not true crime related podcast that I'm really enjoying. Wow. It's called Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. That sounds and, fun. Yeah. It's she, about the, some chatty broads. Yeah. This one girl, she was on The Bachelor, but um, she just had a baby. And so they talk about like kind of postpartum stuff. And oh. I, I kind of kind of relate to it in like right. this uh, phase of life I'm in. So I Absolutely. like that. Um, about you? Well, my my favorite thing this week is um, that you shared with me that Forensic Files is back. Oh my god, I forgot I texted you. Yes, Did you watch and it? I watched the first episode a couple days ago because it was like replaying on yeah. um, HLN. I yeah. couldn't think of the because I watched it on Hulu, but like I was when you told me, I thought it was like all uh, dropping, like a whole season was gonna drop. Yeah, no. but it's like episode every episode. Sunday a new episode's gonna drop. Yeah. I like it, obviously, right. but it's just not the same without the narrator because it's I guess he died, same. so they can't like get him back. It's and still the music's good, different. but it's not the same. The music, for me, no, I'm still gonna watch it every week. I need the like, nostalgia. Oh, absolutely. Oh, another really good one is um, Up and Vanished is on Oxygen now. So the guy who Ooh. did the podcast, Lynn or Payne Lindsay, he uh-huh. they like basically started this. Um, oxygen series where they cover like five different disappearances and they after each episode they post one on their podcast kind of like an after talk about it so it's really interesting i recommend that's super dope yes um and things i would definitely not recommend um fantastic beast 2 the crimes of grindelwald that movie was absolute hot garbage don't watch it it was fucking weird yeah i didn't like it uh, jude law is he's the only good thing in that movie but yeah, I was like, "What's happening?" The whole time I was watching it. Exactly, it's hot garbage. Um, if you'd like a full review, check out this week's Muggle Problems. Okay. But um, it's not good. <laughs> There's your spoiler alert. Okay, that's fine. You're too long. Um, don't read. We were gonna do. I can't tell you how many people have texted me asking me if I've watched the new Netflix documentary about the Gabriel. Is it Hernandez or Fernandez? I, I think can't. it's Fernandez. Because it's Aaron Hernandez, and this is Gabriel Fernandez, I'm pretty sure. So we have discussed doing a screen recap about it, but I cannot bring myself to watch it, so we will not be doing that. And I have not watched it, and I'm not going to watch it, so if you were going to text me, there's your answer. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, one of my coworkers like was like, "Oh my god, are you gonna watch it?" I was like, "I don't know if I can." <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. I just it hits different when you have kid, and I just can't watch it. Yeah, she was like, "I, I mean, that's it terrible all anyway." Like, I am not yeah. saying like you have to have a kid to like. No, it's she's just like my coworker doesn't different. have kids, and she was like, "I bawled my eyes out the entire yeah. time." Yeah, I just don't. I don't want to. I'm. I don't want to put myself in that emotional mental headspace so I'm gonna skip yeah. it trigger warning it's about um parental abuse on a child that ends up like severe death. yeah it's terrible so that's so, yeah. a little baby boy uh, if you're not into that don't watch that yeah I'm not into um, it. but yeah, I, I've heard it's really really fucking good I just don't know if I can do it yeah we'll we'll screen recap something else yeah so we'll do something else give us some suggestions <gasps> oh what? I forgot <laughs> So I, I covered the case of Carl Carlson in a previous oh, yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find which episode it is. But anyways, they actually just had a Dateline released um, on Friday of it. And um, because he was just tried in court. And so they kind of like recovered the whole story. Yeah. Um. And he was convicted of the murder of his wife, and he was also convicted of the murder of his son. I don't know if you guys remember um, that. Because that was the case with the, like, arson and the murders and the insurance money. Yes. And all that bonkers cuckoo shit. It's, like, the craziest story. And then, yeah, it's just insane. So... It's crazy. And, you know, it's, like, a home... Kind of, like, a hometown, so there's, like some personal connections there it's just kind of weird but yeah like um, what are the odds if you can find a link to that you should put it in the thing yeah i think you kind of have to have like a tv subscription to watch it i think so um because on nbc uh it's on yeah nbc yes yeah i um (laughs) i still my mom's but if you have one i'm trying to find the episode that we did because i'm pretty sure i was still pregnant I think you were. And it had something it was to do with ducks. It's called What the Duck, Episode 11. <laughs> <laughs> had something to do with ducks. Yes. Because he, like, with his insurance money he got from murdering his horses, he started a freaking gourmet duck business or farm Yes, or that's what happened. <sighs> Whatever. Anyways, he got convicted. So it's what he deserves. Goodbye. Um, but, yeah. Yes. Listen to our podcast. Watch Dayline. It's a very interesting update on my case. Hell Yes. And I think that's yeah. all we have for this week, or I mean today. We'll be back on Wednesday with, with a screen, screen recap. recap about the Aaron yeah. Hernandez yes. deal. Not to yep. be confused with the Fernandez. Yes, we will not be doing that. Two completely different sad things. Yes. Both right. on Netflix. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, thanks for listening. This yes. is Hot for Justice. And we will catch you on Wednesday. Yep. Bye. Bye.